and welcome in to another episode of Facts Not Feelings with your host, Brooke Furnest. Each week, I sit down with experts in their respected fields as we discuss how we can move this wonderful automotive industry forward by differentiating facts from feelings. We dive into my guests' secrets to success and how they got to where they are today. All right, let's jump in. Hello, 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 everyone. Coming to you a little bit later today, but I hope everyone's doing well. We're going to see how I can get through this before I have another bee attack me. I've been sitting out here, and every time I try to set up, a bee keeps flying at me. So it uh, should be an interesting time. But anyway, everyone, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, we're in a different location. I, I know as everyone's like, hey, this is your normal setup. I'm out in Utah today. Uh, I've been out here. It's been a crazy, crazy week. As everyone knows, Monday was insane, uh, but we made it through and had a great, great time on all just so many different uh, podcasts and so grateful, had an awesome time on all the ones. If you didn't check them out, go back and check them out. They're awesome. So thank you so much, both to Ted Inks and the Auto Hub show. In fact, uh, this Monday, I'm back on that show again. At this point, they probably should be charging me rent at this point. Uh, but this week, we uh, on Monday, we're doing the, it's a fixed op show. It's the, at the links in the, sh- in the show notes here. So. If you haven't had a chance to go and check in any of the, any of the shows that they do, um, do. They're oh, every single Monday they, they go at 10 a.m. Central Time, uh, 11 Eastern. They're phenomenal. They're so, so, so good. And each week it's different. I mean, they, they, like, like I said, this past week was about inclusive marketing. We had people from uh, Google, which is a, an awesome, awesome show. This, this week was uh, sales and fixed stuff. So every week they do a great, great job. And just huge shout out to Ian and Jeff. They do a phenomenal job there. Um, and... As always, Teddings, I mean, he, I don't know, like I said, if there's another person that does a better job for fixed ops than Ted. He does such an incredible, incredible job. So, Ted, thank you for everything you, you have done and continue to do. And he's got the big Roaring tra- roaring 20s event coming up in September. If you haven't registered, it's free to register. So uh, go and check that out as well. So you will, it's, it's a three-day event. Even if you catch one one of the one of the acts one of the presenters, you're going to take away something. So um, definitely, definitely check that out. So I'm sure, uh, like I said, we got a different background going on here. So far, I haven't been stung by any bees, so that's always and always a good thing. Uh, so far, if I just randomly like start jumping around and start you know dropping f bombs on air, then you know what's happened to me. So um, I'm sure you're looking at the title thinking, what is that word? Is that brookish? It's not. It, it's a keratoconus, and Back in 2008, I had a corneal transplant, and what that is, the cornea of those, and um, this is going to tie back into the auto industry, I promise, so hang with me for a second here. So I had a corneal transplant, and the cornea is the windshield of your eye, and no one in my family, my mother had glasses, uh, and other than that, no one, I'd always had perfect vision, no big dis- issue. Uh, I came home from college, and I just, uh, my freshman year college, I just can't see very well, and I just like don't know what's going on. Long story short, I was told I had a disease of the cornea, and it is now raining on me. This is gonna be a fun podcast. <laughs> so uh, I was told I had a uh, disease of the cornea, and they said the worst case scenario is that at some point you may have a haptic corneal transplant, and they go, it's never gonna get to that point. Spoiler alert, it did. So within five years, I went from perfect vision to pretty much completely blind. And um, it was just one of those things where I go, okay, I, uh, how I got introduced to this doctor was just right place, right time type of thing. It was a really pretty crazy story, which I won't get into. The main thing of this is, it started me thinking is that anytime you have a, a 
transplant, that doctor and you or your team of doctors now become a lifetime partnership. You're, you are bound to them for the rest of your life. So for me, every six months, I fly out to Utah and I, I see these doctors. Now, I obviously live in Chicago. There are incredible doctors in Chicago. I could see someone in Chicago. I've tried to see people in Chicago and yet they can't figure out my eyes. Uh, corneal transplants, when you try to fit a, cornea, a contact on it, it's really, really difficult. Uh, and I've went around with it, so you can't figure it out. I always fly back here. Is it expensive? Yes, especially the way that tickets are right now. I mean, ticket costs $1,000. Hotel is what, $300 a, a night, a hotel, rental cars, everything. So it's not a cheap thing for me to do this. So I started thinking about this a little bit with in the auto industry. Don't we want lifetime customers? Don't we want to, our customers, don't we want their, to sell them? Don't we want to sell their kids? Don't we want to sell their kids' kids and their kids' kids and have that generational and have that loyalty and that extreme loyalty? But if we're going to do that, we've got to be masters of our traits. And don't we, hey, we need to treat them like a loyal customer. I know that at any given moment, I can reach out to my doctor. I can text them. I can email them because we're so far away. My doctor over the phone, when we tried for a moment to say, well, let's find someone in Chicago, they couldn't figure it out. I said, hey, Dr. Meyer, and shout out to Moran, Moran uh, Eye Center at University of Utah. I said, Dr. Meyer, I, I, this is just not working. They can't figure it out. He goes, you know what? I know what's wrong. Send him an email. He fixed the contact through email. He knew exactly what was going on because of that relationship, that master of crap. So going back to the auto industry is, are our employees, are they masters of their craft? Are they, do they know that they're the best? And are we investing in the best? Do we tell and let our employees know you are the best, but if you're gonna be the best, we've got to invest in that. And this really just got me thinking more and more about this is that, and then with our, with our clients and our consumers, do they know they're just not a number and they know that they're number one and that you can reach out to us and that, that communication. So taking this one step further is that uh, my other doctor um, has switched uh, to a different facility and that facility is, is does not uphold the same standards by any stretch of the imagination. It's been very, very difficult because I am flying out and spending a lot of money. And so for six months, I needed something that hadn't got it done. I find out, oh, well, we sent all this stuff. I go, well, at what point were you going to tell me this? Because now for six months, I haven't had the medication. So going back to the auto industry, are we letting our, our consumers know that, hey, this is going on, this is going on, even if there's nothing to tell that, hey, you're not alone in this. I know this whole process is really scary sometimes, and it's a lot. the second biggest purchase you're going to make. But we're here for you. I want to let you know what's going on. And going through and, have, you know, have we, are we providing them a reason not to shop somewhere else? Are we providing them a reason to say, this is this is why you're going to shop with us. You don't want to go anywhere else. And, you know, our objection is X, Y, and Z. Well, what's the real objection? If your real objection is you are shopping somewhere else, let's get to the reason why you're shopping somewhere else. And while you're shopping on the world, let me tell you why we're we're the best. As you go through it, and are you setting the expectation versus reality? Are you letting them know we might have a tornado here in the background? <laughs> but going through it, and are you over promising and under delivering? Think about that for a second and going through and saying, okay, well, your car's going to be ready by 10 a.m. Oh, service is going to take an hour, but really it's going to take 90 minutes. I mean, all these little things add up over time, add up over time, add up over time, but we want them to be our customer forever. No, you can't have it both ways. So as I go over this, I just, this has been a really big thing in mind as I've been, this last visit out here is been a big turning point for me to say, okay, am I going to continue to do this? Because it costs so, I mean, now my visits out here cost, you know, three to $4,000 to come out here. It's a lot of money to sink. And 
I've been going, you know, what, since 2008? And they're the best of the best of the best. But if I can't get the mutual respect, you know, that goes back to our industry is if we're going to have that lifetime customer, are we going to treat them like a VIP? Do they know they're a VIP? And what are we doing only for them? And then to, in order to make them a VIP, what are we doing to ensure and keep them? And then going to the employee themselves, how are we investing our employees to say, you are now a VIP? And just because we bring them on board and say, hey, good luck, figure it out. No. So anyways, as I went through this a little bit, I just wanted to uh, ask you all, what are you doing uh, every day? What are you doing to ensure that your employees, would they move for you? Would they follow you across eight lines? Uh, Beaver Toy is a great example of this. Patrick, you do an incredible job with this. You're, you're you had, what, 50 people? I think we talked about it last week on with, with David Long. You had 50 people move across state lines to follow you. That's incredible. Would our consumers follow us? Would they say, you're just a dime a dozen. We're not going to go anywhere. What are you doing differently at your dealership and a, your service, your everything that is different from everybody else? Because cars, it's just a car. Nothing's different. And make it different. Outshine your competitors. So with that, everyone, have a wonderful rest of your day, your weekend. Next week, well, oh man, it's coming in hot next week. We've got to, I, I don't want to spoil the surprise. Don't want to spoil the surprise. But on Monday, I'll, I'll announce who we, we're having coming on on uh, Friday. I know we obviously are flying solo today, uh, but next next Friday, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, we've got a good guest coming on. So everyone, have a wonderful rest of your day. Have a great weekend. And as always, as always, as always, stay safe. But more importantly, well, not maybe not more, uh, stay safe is obviously very, very important. But find a way to serve today. Find a way to go help help someone else. Find a way to, I said, to serve and be kind to people. Always be kind. All right, everyone, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. All right, we'll talk to you all soon. listening to Facts Not Feelings with Brooke Furness. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating. If you know a friend or a colleague will benefit from today's episode, share it with them. Until next week, find a way to serve someone. Find a way to help your neighbor. Remember, we are all in this together. I, I,